everyone. It's uh, another episode of Vibe Scott. I'm here, Rock. Richard Rich. Uh, so it's been a while, but uh, we're here again. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're just gonna be talking about stuff, I guess. Uh, so yeah, Richard. Yeah. So uh, pretty much, we're gonna talk about what we did like at the school or during times where we were able to hang out with one another, and pretty much. It all comes back to a specific place. It's a burger shop. Uh, it's called Hermosa. If you guys haven't checked it out, go check it out. They give out good burgers. But, um, yeah. Um. So, the thing with the burger shop, that's what I called it before. It's no longer with burger shop anymore, really, because uh, the chef, Ethan, he's more, uh, you know, Taking different avenues, I, I noticed that he's been cooking this one thing called the Cambodian chicken sandwich, which I heard is like really good, but I haven't tried it myself. I gotta try it. You have? No, I gotta try that. I do too. Yeah. Um. You know, it's just uh, it's a small restaurant, so there's always people like booking it and stuff like that. So it's hard to get a a place in. You know, he's doing really well for himself. Good for him. But yeah, there's a lot of memories there. Very good memories. I mean, that was pretty much like a go-to place when um. When we came back to school, because mostly all of us live around that area. So we decided just to, all right, let's hang out. You know, let's go get a burger. And at that time, it was easy to get a burger because it didn't cost as much. It cost like, you know, like six bucks. Yeah, for, single. Yeah, for a single burger with fries. And eventually, you know, how it started becoming, you know, bigger and bigger. The prices went up and... And eventually, because of COVID hit, once COVID hit, we, we stopped going to it. Right. I don't know. Uh, wanted to go to it again. It's just that I heard that the birds weren't as good as they used to be. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate. But, you know, it's good for Ethan, though. Ethan's, you know, like I said, he's focusing on all these different things that he can cook. He's getting very creative. I remember back in the day, freshman year, he still had the donut thing that he was setting up. He used to sell donuts, like, I think, yeah, freshman I remember buying them. They yeah. were really good. Yeah, I had the red velvet one with the with the glaze. It was really good. When it first started, uh, we ordered like a dozen of them, and those were smack. Yeah, dude, he was really good at baking. I think he baked it, but you know, it was really good. Bro, going there was like amazing. I remember I would always order the burger and the fries, the, the combo, and then I for my drink I got myself like a root beer float. I know now I can't eat that. That sounds like too much for me, but <laughs> you know that that was a, that was a good meal. It was worth it. I remember one time we were hanging out at uh, Hermosa. It was me, Rufino, Cat, uh, I think Alex and Bere. We were all there, and um, what is it? I tried every single flavor of ice cream that he had on the one scoop because the scoop was a dollar each. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try every single one. I would share it amongst the group, whatever. Uh, you know, we'd all have some. But like, dude, I tried every flavor he had. It was amazing. I wonder if he still serves ice cream. I hope he does. I doubt it, but I like the whole like the environment there is really nice. Cause what you may call it, you got the like the music in the background. Yeah, he's got a good playlist. And what you may call it, uh, I believe to the wall. One of the walls it has like comic, so there's everything like surrounded with comic books and stuff. Yeah, he has like a comic, uh, a set of comics basically. It's like an art, whatever art decor on the wall, with different Marvel uh, like 
little snippets and stuff. It's like really dope. And he has the old uh, Coca Cola machine on the back. We're talking over like '80s type, like way back. Yeah. And then um, let me see. Yeah, he has like uh these different things. He has the Chicago style hot dog, which is basically the Satch Crook. I'm sorry if I butchered this. Sack Crook. It's a Cambodian pork chop. Yeah, he he's very you know creative with his things. Very interesting as well. Who is it that uh who works next door? Is it his like uncles? I think right. Uh, to be honest, I'm not even sure. My sister even worked there <laughs> at the Chinese. Please. Yeah, I think they're they're related to each other. I just I'm not quite sure uh you know how. I, I just know they're related. Yeah man, it's wild. Yeah, but I mean like this this was bomb right back uh like during the summer. But you know how they um they don't open on Mondays? Cause that's like their Sundays for uh what's it called? The Chinese culture? The they're not Asian Chinese, country. they're Cambodian. <laughs> Cambodian, my bad, my bad. Oh, I'm, I'm just going to say Asian, because I don't really, I forgot what it was. Because well, it seems yeah. like Asian is like, their Sundays or Monday. So once we got out of school, we're like, all right, let's go get something to eat. But then we realize, oh, damn, it's Monday, it's closed. Yeah, I think it closes another part of the day, or part of the week. I know some other restaurants, well, they don't do it because of the same purposes, but um, some restaurants do the same kind of thing. It closed like you know what one day throughout the week. Um, I think one of my favorite restaurants, Hangaries, it closed on Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah, that's not related, uh, though. Yeah, but uh, Hermosa was the spot, man. I, I remember like sitting there, we'd always like look out the window and stuff like that, hang out, eat some ice cream or the burgers and stuff, have a root beer. Oh my god, the root beers there were so good. The or the jaritos, or the grilled, uh, the grilled onion onions oh my god the grilled onion on the burger man and then he i think he cooked the, the meat with like a wine kind of thing because you can taste the wine like as like an aftertaste it was so good i don't know it was such a good burger and then yeah man he's, he's really good at cooking i need to have that sandwich <laughs> <laughs> you know we, um, we just end the podcast early just to go there <laughs> i mean i'm done if you're done <laughs> No, it's Wednesday. Wait, no, that's perfect. No, I have to work out later, that's why. Oh, yeah, man. Man, I can't believe it, how the time flies. I, I first tried that place when I was a freshman, actually. I think it was after the Memorial Day Parade. We were all tired in our uniforms, and you know, we were all just, like, hanging out. We're like, you know what? Let's go get a, a burger. I'm like, a burger from where? What? What are you talking about? Like, who cooks burgers out here? And they're like, oh, yeah, there's, like, a little burger shop over there on Costner and uh, Armitage and, like, that. We all go there. I try it. It's the best meal I've ever had. I was so hyped. Like, let me tell y'all, I've never had a, a burger that good anywhere else besides there. And it didn't make me feel like crap. I don't know. Sometimes I eat burgers at other places and it feels so heavy. But this one was, like, a light, smooth. It comes in, you know, and then it just settles itself in there. And it's amazing. I mean, like I said, like the mood, everything just. Yeah, you were, you never felt like you were rushed. You were just like relaxing. You know, you're taking your time. Just. I mean, the, the view is also like to the street. So you're like, you know, uh, you know, if you wanted to look outside and you're like, you're over by yourself, you had the view of the street. It wasn't that nice, but 
it was still decent. I think if we saw someone get arrested or carjacked <laughs> in front of us. <laughs> but hey, man, that, that like, was the view. The view of Chicago. <laughs> yeah. I, I think me and Daniel, we were like, oh, man, we got to dip. <laughs> and we took the alleyway next to, what is it, the restaurant or behind it, <laughs> just so that we, you know, we can get out of the way. Yeah, man. Those were the days. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of like, cause it was like a whole group. So he pretty much know like, oh, they're, 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 um. He knew us all by name and stuff. Yeah. Or he knew us. It's been like a year maybe since I've last gone to that place. I like always walk past it and stuff like that, but I never really ordered because, you know, he doesn't take orders uh, like that. You have to call or do the thing beforehand. But I, mean, I think you can call him. But um, yeah, for the most part, you're you're kind of out of luck when it comes to that kind of thing. Yeah, cause I, I, yeah. Because what you call? I was just gonna say like, like I did. I went to um to my school right. And it was like two hours away, and I was coming back. I'm like, okay, I haven't eaten anything at all. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, when I get back there, I might get a burger. I don't care how much it costs. I'm gonna put bacon. I'm gonna put everything on it. <laughs> I get there and I'm looking at. The, I'm actually. I'm uh, like two steps away, right? Before mm-hmm. ordering it, and then I realized, wait, I can't order. I'm like, ah, you son of a gun. Yeah, it's kind of unfortunate that that's like that, but it is what it is, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, what is it called? I don't know. I think not recently because it's more affordable just to get a sandwich. I usually go to the Banderia that's next door. I mess up that uh, that jumbo sandwich with the uh, jalapenos. Oh my god. It slaps so much. I don't know. I've been to a couple other burger places around Chicago area. Like, uh, what is it called? Charlie's Burgers. I don't know if you've heard, uh, heard of it before. I think I told you about it during the group chat. I think I heard of it too. Hold on, I'm touching it up. Charlie's Burgers on Cicero. Like Cicero and... Uh, Cicero and... Mm. Oh! No, I haven't been there. I was trying to go... Um, I know what you mean, though. I've been there. Uh, I went there with my brother and, yeah, uh, we tried some of the food that they had there. It wasn't bad. I mean, I felt like some of it was a little too salty, but it wasn't bad food. It was pretty good, actually. I like the the vibe. It's like very surfy kind of thing. It's it reminds you a lot of California restaurants that I've been to. It wasn't bad though. The not as good as Hermosa, but you know, it's good in its own way. And it, they're very creative with the burgers too. You can get like this weird one with pineapple and stuff. <laughs> they have like a lot of options when it comes to those things. Like here, La Pina Burger. It's a one six ounce patty with Chihuahua cheese, grilled pineapple, jalapeno, and garlic. Yeah, garlic something. <laughs> I had the Charlie's Burger. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was pretty good, actually. And then, then what is it? I think Red Robins is pretty up there, too. I don't know. Uh, I tried Five Guys, but it was pretty underwhelming. I, I was expecting more. I was expecting like a well, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of a uh, what is that one place called? The one in California, In and Out. In and Out reminds me a lot of that. Yeah, it's just I feel like it's a little bit beefier though uh, than In and Out. In and Out is very disappointing. I mean, I, <laughs> I feel like I hyped you up too much for it. Yeah, you, yeah, you and Jacob hyped me up like way too much, dude. I I was really excited to try it. When I tried it, I was like, huh. 
I mean, yeah, because I mean, everybody got like different taste buds, mm. but it just like, uh, how do I say it? It's just like when, like you were saying, me and Jacob were just like, bro, bro, you should go test, try it out, try it out. When you go to California, try it out. I prefer Jack in the Box, if I'm being honest. Uh, have you tried it over there? I, I mostly try the tacos from Jack in the Box, but I'm not too much because I haven't tried the burgers yet. No, I haven't tried the burgers either. I just had the chicken sandwich and some of the fries that they had. The fries were really good, and the chicken sandwich was amazing, too. But yeah, you know, when you go over there, try some more of that food, man. <laughs> soon, soon. <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of people are moving out of uh, California right now, actually. Uh, let me see. I think I just saw it on the news or whatever. A lot of the properties in Texas are going up because of all the Californians who are moving over. Kind of makes sense. I mean, California, like the property, how expensive over there. Oh my God. Texas Republicans are pushing for an abortion ban after six weeks. Yikes. Feel bad for the Californians who are moving in. <laughs> uh, let's see. Like California. Whatchamacallit, my aunt. She lives like in uh she pays like two thousand dollars in rent or something like that, like a thousand five hundred. And then she gets like uh she rents the house to somebody else as well. So it was like the difference. Mm-hmm. But it's like a small area and it's I'm like she paying a thousand a month. I'm like, are you kidding me? A thousand a month? Not like I mean two thousand, like a thousand five hundred and up around there. For what, an apartment or for like a house? Uh, like a condomento. A condo? Yeah, condo. So, wait, how much do they charge you? 2500 A 1500 plus. Oh, that's not bad. Wait, in Texas or California? California. That's not bad at all. For a condo? How many bathrooms and bedrooms? Two and a half? No, it's one and. Wait, hold on. Like, how small is the space? You've been to my house, right? No. Stop. <laughs> no, but I'm saying it's like two stories uh-huh. and like a third wider. That's about it. But she owns the whole place? Kind of. Does she own the property or does she own, like, the one condo area that she has? Just that one area. 2500 1500 That's, that's not bad. 1500 isn't bad. For that, Chicago, they'll charge you more. They'll charge you, like, 2.5 for... I was looking for... Or I wasn't looking for, but I was looking at apartments in Chicago and stuff like that. You know the fields that I told you about earlier? The oh, one yeah. on the... Uh, yeah, that one, the fields. They charge you, I think, 1500 for a loft, which is just, uh, what is it? This is the junior one. It's like a bed. The moment you walk in, you see the bed, and it kind of just extends outward. <laughs> There's not much space. Uh, I can send you a photo of it, but the, the junior things in the, the fields, it, it's not worth it, um, you know, under that thing. Maybe if you, I don't know, you hate yourself, <laughs> you should get it, but... For the most part, it's not really worth it. But then again, you know, you're living in the city. Wait, what the, where does your aunt live? Does she live in LA or does she live like in the outer sides? Uh, she lives in the other sides, but it's like, a, I'll say it's like two hours away from LA. Not just south. Oh, south. No, east, uh, west, west, west. 
West. Yeah. So like on the coast. Coast to it, like thirty minutes away from the coast. <laughs> You're really bad with directions. Yeah, She's okay. west of of uh, what is hold it? Because I'm not looking at the map right now. That's why I hold mm. on. Like, name the place where she's at. Or, like, near. Fresno. San Jose. Damn, California is large. They have all the space, but they charge everyone so much to live there. I think most people are moving to Austin. Yeah, Austin, Texas. They're living along the, uh, the river and stuff, taking over all that space. Damn, I just checked the map there. Yeah, they kind of close. Yeah, it's because I wish we call it. Uh, it's south. It's close to uh, Laguna Beach. They live in Laguna. Close to it. Oh, I was like, dude, that's expensive as hell. I've <laughs> I've been to Laguna and I've like I looked at the properties and stuff like that. They're like all around the mountains and built like that. It's it's really nice there, but they live by Laguna, huh? Yeah. That's nice. Let me look for it. Laguna Beach is beautiful. It's weird. It's like you go to Santa Monica. It looks like a, a mess. It's disgusting. There's like needles everywhere. But as soon as you go to Laguna, you're like, what? They actually have people who clean all the trash. What is it? I visited Soko University nearby there. Uh, they have a really good view and everything. It's really expensive, though, and it's a liberal arts college. So they don't really offer too much when it comes to, you know, certain fields. That's dope, though. Surprising to Laguna, huh? I I do gotta tell you like a a funny story that happened to me, because mm. so, uh, so we were coming back right from California to Chicago, and yeah. the thing is, uh, there was like a shit ton of traffic, especially going like from like uh. Far away like, place. Way by car away. or by plane? Car. Oh, God. <laughs> right. So, no, uh, we were going to the airport. That's the thing. We were going to go to the airport, but it's still like to go to Los Angeles, it took us like four hours. I'm not going to lie. It took us four hours to get to the airport. And by that time, what should we call it? It was like 30 minutes before our flight dip. But the thing, like, they were telling us, like, you guys have a bag, right? Like to go underneath, and they're like, and we're like, yes. It's like, oh my bad, you had to do that like an hour ago. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude. so we pretty much had to uh figure out uh what should we call it? Another plane. So we had to take uh we couldn't find a, another plane that left from Los Angeles to Chicago. So we had to go L.A. to San Francisco. To Chicago. <laughs> oh, you guys took Spirit Airlines? Yeah. Oh, man. I hate Spirit. Dude, they'll do all these detours and they'll take you three days just to get to where you want to be. Yeah, but I was like, bro, like, we're in... Sa the funny part was like, LA to San Francisco was like 30 minutes. And there was a really small plane. And then we waited like seven hours until like our flight because... Okay, so we were supposed to leave 6.30, imagine 6.30 in the afternoon on Friday, right? Mm -hmm. We didn't dip until like 8 o'clock 
the next morning. Hmm. And it was like a whole pain in the backside. Nah, man. Um, let me see. In the trips that I've gone to, when I went to LA or California, I mean, just in general, because we were going over there, uh, I had, the, remember the snowstorm in, uh, I think, two years ago, two, three years? Yeah. Yeah, I got caught up in that. I couldn't, <laughs> what is it? I, we missed our uh, our plane for like three, four hours. I think six, actually. So we were waiting at the terminal for such a long time. And then when I was going to uh, North Carolina, dude, <laughs> that's when the hurricane hit. <laughs> the East Coast hurricane, if you remember that. I think that was uh, four years ago. Yeah. Yeah, Um, I was uh, flying as all of that was happening. And I would like, when we were flying, I could see all these like really thick clouds. I'm like, oh, I'm going to die right here, aren't I? <laughs> as soon as I landed, that's when the rain started hitting. Like, uh, I would just like sit outside sometimes, uh, outside of the house that I was hanging out at. And then I'll just see like a big gust of rain and stuff, and the wind gets all strong. I'm like, oh, God, what's going on here? That's why, because I was also watching this YouTuber, right? Mm. And it was, I forgot, it was like, it was in also in the hurricane. So he's like, like, he was just casually walking down the street, like looking, like just giving his perspective of, of how everybody was getting protected from the hurricane. And then he was recording. Uh, he was recording before the hurricane, during the hurricane, <laughs> when they were like in the middle of the eye, you know, when the eye just like no yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, he went inside. Okay, guys. So. You know the car is flipped over or whatever but we're in the middle of the eye so everything's cool right now we're just relaxing and stuff and then like 20 minutes later lights are off guys oh my god that, that's nuts yeah man um I, I don't know i haven't flown that much uh i mean i've flown a good amount at least right how much is too much right how how much is uh a lot when it comes to flying that's weird right if you've flown like maybe six be, seven times would that be like a lot i feel like that is right to be honest since first grade i've been like first grade all the way to um junior year i've taken a trip either to mexico El las vegas los angeles or new york I took a, like, last year we took a break because, you know, we couldn't go nowhere because of COVID. And then we're back at it this year. <laughs> oh, God. I've been to, to Cali uh, two times on plane. Uh, I went to Mexico, I think, when I was very, very young. I barely remember it. Uh, what is it? Once on plane. And then, like, all the other times that I've gone, which was, like, maybe four or six, uh, four or six other times, um, it was always by car. It was just a very long road trip. Then I flew into North Carolina. Uh, I flew into Washington, D.C. But then I just ended up going to like a weird racist part of Virginia. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Was it Virginia? Yeah, it was Virginia. Yeah, I remember uh, going through there. I just see like a bunch of Confederate flags and I think somewhere would, you know, go back to your country. I was like, bro, what? <laughs> I don't even know. Nah, man, Texas people are very nice though from what I remember. The food is very good, too. Whatchamacallit, uh, I think 
Jacob was also Jacob and Daniel were talking about Waterburger. Yeah, Waterburger. I wanted to try it, but there's no one nearby. I think they had a location here in Illinois at one point, but they closed it down. Or was that In and Out? It was one of the two. I forgot. Yeah, man. I don't know. You you guys have weird taste buds. <laughs> well, I, I haven't even tried a Waterburger, but they, me neither. I remember when Jacob took the whole um, road trip, and uh, yeah, I remember he took the road trip. He was just taking pictures of him just jumping up and down. <laughs> yeah, Jacob's funny. <laughs> yeah, he just came back with like, guys, you got to try Water Burger. <laughs> They're all in, uh, let me see, there's some locations in Oklahoma, Arkansas, uh, Alabama, Texas. That's it, practically it. <laughs> they, they don't exist anywhere else. I'm surprised they don't have them in Florida. That's wild. Florida. You know, I always wanted to see what's in Florida. What's in Florida? My, uh, what is it? I don't even think we have any listeners who are from Florida, but if y'all are out there, or if they exist anywhere, or if you've been to Florida before, what food do they have besides alligator skin? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. Such a weird-ass place. Hell yeah, man. I mean, it's not a bad place. I mean, it's warm all year round. Sure, but then they got the hurricanes. <laughs> True. But, I mean, sometimes it's funny because I see, like, guys who, like, football players who either mm -hmm. form, like, Los, uh, Los Angeles or Seattle or, like, some of those, like, West Coast. Mm -hmm. They go all the way. Like, they have a whole house in uh, Florida. <laughs> I think most people have houses in Florida. I think the Republican Party is building their uh, whole agenda now in Florida, too. Uh, a lot of Trump's, uh, what is it called? I don't want to say babies, but his political offsprings, I guess. They're uh, they're all settled up in uh, Florida. Yeah, man. Yeah, Florida's very red. I think Illinois is, too, actually. It's just that Chicago makes such a big amount of the voting because of how many people live in this really condensed area. Huh. Okay, they did have a... Uh, they show a map, it was like, what should we call it, uh, for the noise. And like, everything was red except for like... Chicago, yeah, here you go. Chicago area, right? Yeah, so everything is like, except for Rockford, Parallel. Basically, anywhere sense. where there's money, they usually have, uh, what is it called? More Democrat. Yep. I think Aurora, Illinois also has the same. Or Ottawa, I mean. Aurora. I don't think, I think that's in Illinois. <laughs> I think Aurora is somewhere else. But, uh, yeah. Dude, it's crazy. Like, you go to Illinois and there'll be like all of this empty open plains field and then i don't know where you'll find like a town that's just like settled and everything that's how i uh, i felt about when i went to what is it called ottawa we had family there but we went to go see the uh the fireworks dude it was crazy it would look like uh have you ever been to what is it called what's that one place wisconsin dells yes have you been no, to I mean the have you been to the dells area like have you seen the uh, towns around it 
How it's no. kind of old fashioned? Nope. Really? Yeah, I've, I've been to Wisconsin, but not like Wisconsin Dells and Dell area. Yeah, it looks like a weird old fashioned town where the roads are still made out of brick and stuff. It, it's weird. It's like a little pocket, you know? It's pocket world. But yeah, man. I think, uh, what is it? Champagne. I've been to Urbana Champagne. That place is weird, too. I don't know. I always uh, felt like the suburbs were like a very miserable place to live in. It's just very, uh, how do I say? It's like when you live there, things are very repetitive, I feel. You know? You're living like a box life kind of thing. I mean, for me, because I, I have like a bunch of family members who live in like in the um, mm-hmm. suburbs. Mm-hmm. So pretty much it's like, uh, what should I call it? What should I call it? Like at times it's like, especially as you're getting older, you're like, you really want that um, solidarity. So you want to be like all by yourself and stuff like that. Right. But eventually for me, like since we live in, like in the city, it's like I could deal with the solidarity for like a good week or so. But I gotta go back to like the city. Right. My life is in the city. I'll die in the city. I'll die like a city rat. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's how I feel too. Even then, I don't feel like the service is like the right place to really go quiet, you know? I feel like uh if you really wanna, you know, enjoy your solidarity and stuff like that, your quietness. Solidarity's not the right word, I don't think. But uh, you know, you know, enjoying your peace. I think the only way to really do that is to uh you know, get a property off in, <laughs> in racist Illinois and just mind your own business. Uh, I don't know. The people, like, in rural Illinois, is, like, they're very nice. And it's strange because I'm so used to people being, like, assholes in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You, you just find, like, nicer people out there. The people are more welcoming. They'll let you in their house. Uh, <laughs> that sounds weird, but, right, that's, that's weird, right? The fact that that sounds weird, it's just... It's funny. Right, it's funny. Because in Chicago, someone invites you to their house, you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Get away from me. No, because I was actually watching, uh, I think, a documentary. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it was. But the whole point is like, oh, it was in Canada. This was based on Canada. So it's like, uh, in Canada, you feel so safe that you leave your doors unlocked. And the guy was like, are you guys sure about that? So he just went to a random neighborhood and he opened a door and the, <laughs> the doors were not locked. So, okay. He's like, okay, that's, that's probably um, a fluke. I'm going to go to another neighborhood. <laughs> and it's the same thing, bro. <laughs> the doors were unlocked and I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, dude. Even when I feel like, uh, when I see Confederate flags and stuff like that and I get a little bit more cautious, I'm like, oh man, um, you know, what if I say something wrong or whatever? Uh, even then, like, the people there, they're not even that bad. I remember where I went to this one person's house because um, they had, like, a, what is it called? Very big piece of land. But they were also doing the garage sale, basically, because they had all the stuff they wanted to get rid of. I went in there, and I looked at the, what is it called? The back, and I was like, oh, what's there? And they're like, oh, it's just a collection of records we need to get rid of. I'm like, bet. And I was like, what type of stuff do you have? And they're like, oh, yeah, I don't know. And I'm, like, looking through it. I'm, like, oh, wow, they got, you know, this really old stuff, like, The Four Seasons, some Elvis Presley, all these other artists that are, like, you know, some jazz stuff. I was, like, that's dope. And I'm, like, okay, I'll buy a couple of these, right? And 
then as I'm going out, the lady's like, oh, you know what? She's telling her husband to give me this, uh, this cassettes that she, uh, she had her laying around or whatever. And he's like, oh, I, I don't know. Do you think he even has a, a cassette? Uh, he's like, that's really old technology. And she's like, you know, just give him the radio uh, or sell it to him. Uh, and it had a cassette and CD player on it. I was like, oh, wow, really? And then he's like, all right, yeah, that's fine. And as he's, uh, what is it called, doing all that and I'm grabbing my money, uh, I notice like a MAGA hat, <laughs> uh, Make America Great Again hat, just like on the top of the shelf and stuff like that and some other stuff. I was like, huh. She's like, you know, you're a very interesting young man. You, you listen to all this old music and stuff like that. And, you know, we don't really expect that from people your age. And I'm like, huh. It's interesting. I still have those records, actually. And I still have the uh, radio that they sold me to and a couple of the cassettes. It's wild, but yeah, you know, I, I try not to, you know, make quick judgments because, you know, some people are not complete assholes all the time. They're, you know, just normal people for the most part. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because I'm like, sure, it just like, the thing about that, like, that's a scenario about like, you got people who have like the make America great, you think like they're assholes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's it's not that they're like, oh, just believing in Donald Trump. They're like, I just like, how to say, it's just like, as a, like their own mindset, they don't think like, oh, I really don't like Democrats because of what they're actually doing. I prefer the Republican side or whatever. So it's like their own point of view. It's not just like every time like, oh, I'm supporting Donald Trump because, you know, he's doing all this, all that. But it's also, it's like, I'm, I'm not supporting Donald Trump, but I'm, I'm just voting Republican. Mm. You know, I, I feel like the thing with that, though, too, is it's, like, weird. How do I say? It's, like, I don't want to judge people based off of their political um, ideologies or whatever. Like, I don't want to automatically dismiss them because of that. But, uh, what is it? If they make it clear that they support things that are, like, actually messed up, like racism, sexism, homophobia, and stuff like that, that's when I'm, like... You know, you're kind of crossing the line here with that. I don't feel comfortable, you know, talking to you. Uh, I might even argue with them, you know. But if they have, like, their own political beliefs and it's, like, valid, like, they can actually support their argument and it's just, like, a matter of values that are different, then, you know, that's respectful. I mean, even then, I don't have to ask everyone about their political party. I feel like that's very tribal. And, I don't know, the grading, it's like, oh, you're this separate person because you vote this way and it goes around every party honestly or even if you don't vote at all for whatever reason i don't know you get what i mean yeah i get you yeah man don't be so quick to judge i guess <laughs> i don't even know uh i'm like looking at all these different things uh and i'm like what the hell man people are nuts what is I it you know Invincible, the show me, Kevin, and uh, Alex have been watching? I think, yeah. have you watched it? No, not yet, but I've I seen the memes. <laughs> um, So a lot of the reviews that I've been noticing and stuff like that are people are talking about how the show is like, how do I say, too politically correct and stuff. And I'm like, dude, what? Just, it's a show. I mean, sure, they changed some of the races of the characters, but it's not like, crazy crazy it's not like changing the plot that much they bring a lot of interesting things that come to politics um 
you know, there's some jokes that they throw in <laughs> that are kind of political, but for the most part, it's like, it's just a show. I mean, if he wants to make commentary, let him make commentary. The show's written, or it's been, yeah, the show's written by the same guy who wrote the comics. Just let him work his thing. He's he's doing good stuff. I don't know. I, I can't imagine being in a position where I have to create stuff and people get mad just because I try to say something political. I mean, that's the thing that's also, like, people are, like, scared of you saying something political because then they're going to just receive a lot of backlash. Right. If you get mad that there's politics and the stuff that, you uh, you know, you watch and stuff, then you must be very insecure about your own beliefs and you just, you can't confront when you're wrong. Like, you need reinforcement all the time. That's just, no. I'm okay with watching stuff that challenges the way that I think and I feel. I'm cool with that. And I think most people should be, you know, doing that anyways, you know, always challenge and look at different uh, points of views. But if you're just always complaining about how nothing fits your perspective, then I think you should reevaluate your, uh, you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Richard, see, that's why you need uh, to read more. I mean, I'm already reading like a book already. <laughs> I've read two different books um, in the matter of like four weeks. <laughs> and then I, I've been reading like a bunch of chapters off my accounting book, uh, my accounting books, I mean, my macroeconomics. Oh, God. It is not fun. The number crunching and then talking about uh, refugees. <laughs> and I forgot what was the other thing I'm studying. Oh, no. Yeah, that's it. Refugees, accounting, and economics. I mean, I had a psychology class, like, they're like, okay, we're going to have, like, some PowerPoints, but most of the stuff is in the book, right? Mm -hmm. But during the homework, like, that they gave us, it's like, just written response, just like, your opinion, uh, like, what you think, this happens, blah, 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 right? Yeah. I like it because it's easy. But then when we go, like, the midterms or the final exams, it tells a whole completely story. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, because I had, like, the true or false questions. And that's like, okay, I'm looking back at the slides that we had. And it does not even talk about it. I'm like, oh, snap. I swear. Man. Yeah, dude. Uh, I don't know. The professors, I swear, they'll completely miss out on a lot of the stuff. I don't know. I love professors who go straight to the point and they know what they're talking about. And they connect with you. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the professors now, it's really hard to connect with them. Especially because, you know, online learning and stuff. I don't know. I get very, uh, how do I say, uninterested in a lot of my classes because of the fact that I'm not really there. You know, I feel like I can just do it on my own on the side and it's like, whatever. I feel like, question call it, because like I have computer science, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know, I feel like, I like sure the teacher leaves us homework, like, okay, just complete this this lab, stuff like that, right? But I feel like they also have like a second hand thing where they could tell you, like, all right, guys, if you guys need more help on it, um, go to this website or whatever and, you know, it will help you practice and stuff. Right. Because we do, today, like me, I do need some practice, but since I like connecting with like other people, it's difficult because sometimes like they're either don't respond to you. Or it just like, I don't know, like, if you keep on sending emails, emails, you feel like rep 
like you're being too pushy. Like you want the answers right now. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's why like I email from time to time, and if I don't receive an email within like certain time, um, I will resend another email. <laughs> yeah, man. Man, nobody told me college was gonna be this difficult. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like high school did not prepare me enough, but then again, it's on me for you know not coming in prepared all the time. Like first day. All right, guys. So open your books to page one. Put the book away. We got finals today. Hope y'all study. Yeah, dude. I have no idea how any of that works. I feel like uh, it's way too much. I mean, it's manageable and it's possible, but God damn, does it feel unrealistic sometimes. I feel like I should have gone to community college some of these days. But yeah, you know, if you're a, a young person trying to, you know, think about where you want to go, but you don't quite know, like, what do you want to do with yourself? I recommend going to community college, especially if it's free. Um, even if it's not free, it's not that expensive anyways. And most of the time, the college will give you enough money for you to, like, you know, make it worth your while. And plus, if you really want to go to university, you can always transfer after your first two years. Yeah, community college is, like, it's a really good option. And sometimes, like, true, and sometimes they give you, uh, like, some, some of the scholarships, they're easy to get. Yeah. Yeah, community is great. It sure is. Plus, like, I don't know. The vibe in community college is just different, so it's just relaxed. <laughs> like, even the professors, they're not, like, too demanding because, you know, why would they? <laughs> they don't really need to. And a lot of the people who work there typically are just, you know, they're professionals in their fields, and they'll... Uh, they're just, you know, giving their free time away to teaching students. That's what I've noticed with a lot of the classes that I took over there while I was doing my dual credits. Uh, what is it? The one professor I took for, what was it? I think it was basic banking and uh, business communications. Yeah. For those two classes that I took, uh, we had the same professor. And it was, uh, I don't want to say his name for his privacy, but uh, what is it? He was an accountant, and that's how I kind of got interested in it because of that, you know, he was the money guy. <laughs> and then, what is it? There was another woman who was in the business sector, and she taught us, I want to say Microsoft Excel. No, 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 that was another guy. But yeah, a lot of people there, they're, they're smart. They know what they're doing. They're good people for the most part. <laughs> you know, Richard's not a good person. I'm kidding. Richard doesn't go to community college. I mean, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna take a course in community college. The only thing I don't like about it is the books. I mean, it's like I know they're like all books are expensive, but especially for like uh, community college, you gotta get this access code because that's how you you're able to turn in your homework or whatever. And that's all schools though. Oh, my man, school's like, like that too. Um, I have to pay for Cengage. I have to pay for, uh, I forgot what's the name of the other one that I have to use. It's something with an M. Uh. Well, I'm saying like for like my situation is like 
the, I mean, because the mice that's going going to right now, they're like, all right, just you know, rent a book out or something. You don't have to get the whole thing. Right. I don't know. The same thing over there. It just depends on what class you're taking to. I've noticed that for mine as well. Um, there was one class I didn't have to pay for anything for the most part. I didn't have to buy the book. I just had to watch the slides and <laughs> that's it. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's like at some points you can like really excel, but then other times you can't. Or at least that's how I feel. It's like I have to put a whole lot more time into it than I want. And then there goes my free time. <laughs> I don't know, man. School, it burns the mind out. But yeah. It's always a fun ride going to college. I wish. It's so dry because, you know, we're stuck. Uh, are you required to take the vaccine to return to school? Because I, I have to. I mean, I already have it, but it's a requirement now, apparently, for my school. I mean, the, I mean, that's weird because, like, usually it's like at least get a COVID test and then they will let you in, right? Mm-hmm. But now, like, they're actually, like, I know, the thing is, the vaccine, like, there's have been stories where the vaccine hasn't actually, like, it's a, pre, uh, it's like, you know, a cure or anything. Like, I mean, it's not supposed to. It's just to make your immune system stronger to the disease. Because you can like, still catch COVID. It's just that, you know, your body's just not going to suffer as much. Yeah, exactly. So I'm saying, like, I don't know, like recommending like everybody like you can't join um you can't come to class unless you have the covid test it's, it's, i don't know i mean i unless you got the covid vaccine i don't know that's a little tough one for me i i do recommend because I'm, I'm actually taking the vaccine as well mm -hmm. but that's only if you actually you know do want to take the vaccine right so I, I know like a lot of people they're like no i'm not taking the vaccine or whatever yeah, my school's offering the vaccine, actually. Like, uh, they're offering it to students and stuff. Give me a second. Take your time. Uh, anyways, what was I saying? Uh, how your school uh, gives uh, out the vaccine? Yeah, my school's offered the vaccine now to, to people and stuff like that. I think they also lower the age requirement for getting it. My cousin's getting his, and he's like 17. But uh, 16 and older now can get the vaccine. I forgot which one, so. Um, but yeah, I think the I was looking at the statistics and stuff like that. I think 30% of the population of Illinois already has received their uh, first dose at least. And, uh, what is it? I think Pritzker said that if we can get at least 65 or 75% of the 65 and older population uh, vaccinated, uh, we can start going to the next phase or whatever, where more people can start going to, you know, restaurants and all this other stuff. I mean, it's weird because, which we call it, uh, they're opening up um, certain places. I think uh, Lori... Mm -hmm. saying that by July 4th, they want to open Chicago. That's, I, I don't know. That feels pretty realistic. 
Give me a second. Another call? Uh, don't cut that, by the way. I want everyone to hear you sing. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, the fun thing is today is about today is that today is my cousin's birthday, but we're still working out, and I told him that. You know, if you're going to eat cake, you have to burn it out first. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, my sister was actually, she she, uh, she went for a little run. I can't do cardio or running anymore. I don't know. I don't mind doing like, uh, like squats and bench pressing and stuff like that. I actually enjoy that. But when it comes to running, it just, uh, I can't. It's funny because what should we call it? Uh, I was training yesterday with Lewis. No, not yesterday. Two days ago with Lewis. For what? Uh, his volleyball. No, for football. For football. Yeah, he, yeah. He plays football. No, I do because like, well, the thing is like he's in the volleyball team, but sometimes like what we do in football is like he, what should we call it? Like he needs a little bit of work on footwork, so football could help him with that. Mm-hmm. And what should we call it? We saw Mr. Ramirez and we're like, so how's it going, Mr. Ramirez? And he's like, decent. And what should we call it? We're like, where's your runners at? Because he went outside with the with Mr. Rizzo, right? Yeah. And we're like, where the runners at? And he's like, there's only one today. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. And I was about to say, like, I gained like 20 pounds, so running, I'm, I'm done with running. Who you're done? Yeah, I'm done with running. Bro. I'm like, at first I liked it because I had nothing else to do, but eventually it just like just running. It demanded too much. Right. You had to put all of it into you know gaining. <laughs> nah, man. Yeah, I'm trying to burn some of this body fat. Then start, you know, developing all this muscle and stuff like that. Don't forget your leg days. <laughs> yeah. I mean, leg days, that's where it's at. Yeah, I built my, uh, what is it called? My bench press and my squat rack, whatever, because it comes together, I guess. And, uh, you know, I've been having fun with it. The only problem that I have is that, uh, what is it, my Olympic, it's an Olympic, uh, what is it called? Bench press and stuff. But I have a standard one. Like, my barbell and my uh, weights are all standard, so they don't fit right. <laughs> so, um, what is it? When I try to squat, sometimes the weights will push in, and then I can't put it on the rack anymore because it doesn't fit. <laughs> and then I'm just holding, and I'm, like, telling my brother and my cousin to move the shit around so I can actually, you know, rest the fucking, what is it? The, the barbell. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna die. Nah, man. Too many ways to get into accidents. You know, the one thing I noticed with bench pressing is that I feel like at Planet Fitness, you don't get the full exercise. I mean, yeah, because what you might call it, uh, now you're talking about that? Like, because I'll be, like, last time I did, like, 45 pounds. And I feel like 
it seemed kind of easy because you know how it, it does it kind of for you. It's like it's not like mm -hmm. you're actually doing it freely. So the whole point is just like it doesn't feel like you're actually doing the whole workout. Because when I went to um, when we were in MLA, we did like a whole like workouts, but at the same time, it's like you were feeling it, and I couldn't even do 45 pounds. I mean, yeah, 45 pounds. I had to go drop down 35 on each side. Yeah, I noticed, uh, what is it called? When I go to Planet and stuff like that, or when I used to, I was always careful with uh, when it comes to benching because I knew that bench pressing was like, it's not optimal, or at least it wasn't providing enough. So I did the, uh, what is it called? The chest press machine, and then the, uh, what is it called? I get the dumbbells and lay on my back and, you know, do that kind of thing. The uh, the dumbbell presses and stuff like that, incline, normal. I'm still doing that now because the uh, bench that I have, I can adjust the seat and pull it out and stuff. But yeah, I think weight prices are going down. And I've also noticed that more of the stores have been having uh, weights in stock and stuff. I think I saw a lot of pairs at, uh, what is it called, Target the other day that I want. But yeah, man. You made a big mistake buying weights from Target. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I couldn't. It was... It was like I had to. <laughs> I know. I understand. I understand the itch for the weights. I felt that. Let me see. Is Walmart still selling them? I'm pretty sure they have a lot of those in stock now. Some of them do. But they have yeah. like a tan or something like that. They don't really have Olympics either. It's, you know, what I'm looking for. Uh, yeah, I need to buy a 45 first at least. That's still goal. Cool. Yeah, see, I can buy some online right now. 1074 for, uh, what is it, a single 10 pound. Oh, this is a standard one. This is not even Olympic. I'm upset. My day is ruined, Richard. <laughs> nah. Anyways. What's up? What's on your mind, Mr. Roa? To be honest, it's just like, because I think we talked about this, like where we have done more stuff of like this year than last year. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like last year, we like sure it was senior year, like a lot of things happened, but at the same time, it's like, how, what should we call it? Um, I just feel like this year I did accomplish more than like the whole senior year of high school. Like I told you before, like right now I'm like I've been doing chess, started reading a book on my own terms instead of just like, all right, I got class, so I gotta read this book. Right. Yeah, I've noticed that too. I've had more fun enjoying, you know, books on my own and stuff like that. Like I go out of my way to buy books that, you know, kind of cater to my own interests or because why the hell not, right? I even started reading some of like older shit and stuff like that. I think I finished the. Well, I didn't take me too long. I just procrastinated a lot, but uh, I read The Depths of a Salesman, and that one's pretty good. I liked it a lot. And then I, I've been focusing more, like, uh, what it's called, on my artistic sides and stuff like that. Uh, enjoying music a little bit more. Yeah, I told you, I listened to that six-hour album. Oh, my God. <sighs> that, that was a ride. Yeah, man. Um, there's a lot of good books out there. And then I feel like I'm more uh, focused and more alert when it comes to political stuff. But at the same time, I feel like I need to relax on it and focus more on what's in front of me. 
yeah dude it's very easy to get distracted it i don't know it's it's dangerous yeah i get because also like for me like in school wise like i try to stay you know as much as like concentrated to the subject but i, I don't know i just i just because of like we're not in person or whatever but i just can't stay concentrated for like I could stay there for like a good ten minutes or so, and then I'd just lose my train of thought. Yeah, no. it's so easy, and it, that's like the the very difficult part. You have to like keep yourself alert, and it's very difficult because you know everything that distracts you is always in your face, and it's like, ah, oh, get out of my way, please let me focus. I need to do schoolwork, or else like I would lose my everything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then, like, sometimes I, I don't even have my phone on me, but at the same time, it's like, well, I'm just on my computer. Let's see what else we got. And then yeah, everything's on your computer, too. And then you're like, ah, damn. Yeah. Sometimes, like, I'll throw my phone um, at my bed or whatever just so that I can, you know, focus and stuff and not get distracted. I don't know. It's a, a good exercise, just grabbing my phone and throwing it all far away from me as far as I can, just so I can pay attention. I mean, there's, there's have been schools back then. I don't know if they still do it, but they were like, no, I think they should do it. It's like you give them your phone and they just give you um, a computer just to do your homework and stuff. So you don't have to be on your phone and stuff like that. Where? I, I, I don't know where exactly, but I, because I saw this, like this person on YouTube, like he was doing a day live in college and he's like, all right, so here's my phone. I'm going to go to study hall and just be on the computer. Yeah, I, I basically did that at Paul. I mean, I still do. Uh, I'll just, like, leave my house and go study over there. I'll open up the Mac, because uh, they have Macs over there, so I can go to class, and they have the cameras on it. Right? So I don't have to worry about it. But it's, like, very annoying when I want to uh, study and take notes, because I don't have a, uh, what is it called? I don't have a speaker or, like, earbuds that have headphone jacks, and a lot of the computers are very outdated, so they don't have Bluetooth, which sounds crazy to me, <laughs> if I'm being honest. It's, like, they don't have that many computers. How much is it to buy a Bluetooth uh, computer? But whatever. Yeah, man. But yeah, it's, it's way too easy to get distracted. It's not fair. It's not fun. But I'm, I guess that's part of uh, college. True, because the, also the thing is, it's depending on what gets you intrigued. Because I think it's like when I, you know, if it's about sports, I could spend days on ends without like getting distracted. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like if you're going to go to school, you need a, you don't need to. I mean, that's why I said community college is always a good option, because when you're in a community, you don't really have to worry about, uh, what is it called? You know, you do have to worry, but what is it? When you're at community college, they're not pressuring you to know exactly what you want to do in the beginning. It's like you kind of learn it over time, and that's very good, you know? Yeah, I mean, I... Yeah. Oh, no, no, what were we gonna say? A lot of schools, uh, if you you know come in with a major and a lot of the money that you um you know, a lot of the money that you're receiving for scholarships is involved in that major, you kind of trapped yourself. <laughs> There's no real way out at that point. You're just kind of stuck with the major unless you can find a way to you know fill in the gap with the money, and then you know you're able to convince or talk your way into getting out. But yeah. Yeah, because I mean, in my school, they're like, sure, like, this is the thing, though. Like, they're like, don't worry about it. You know, you still got time and everything. 
But right. sometimes you gotta look at the courses, like the material that you need. Like let's say for computer science, right? Like let's say a sophomore year that you decide to do computer science, you gotta take a lot of classes. And sometimes you can't fit those classes in your curriculum, so you gotta take it like take extra classes during the summer. And eventually, you know, that's gonna cost a lot uh, more money. Right. And like you were saying, like community college is like the best thing to do because you, if you don't have a major yet, you know, you still got time and they'll help you out. But once you get to like a four-year college, that's a whole different story. I mean, they still will help you out, but it's going to be more difficult. Right. I don't know. Yeah, there's just so much pressure when it comes to that kind of thing. Like even when you feel like maybe between, I don't know, whenever you're like, oh man, this is really not for me. You're just kind of stuck. Like, unless, you know, what you just said, right? You're able to get your way around and make sure that you can change your major in time. But yeah, it's a, it's a wild trip. It sure is, it sure is. I like how we went talking about burgers to school. Yeah, bur no, burgers to school, it's a, what is it? The uh, California area <laughs> burgers. Um, all this other crazy crap. Yeah, man. What is today? Isn't there... There's something this month, isn't there? Maybe. Isn't there an awareness month for this? What is the awareness month for this month? Health awareness. Is it? Don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Let me see. Uh, where you are in May? Oh, today or this month is there's a lot of okay. I'm looking at tmcc.edu. I don't know what that stands for. Okay, uh, this stands for Truckee Meadows Community College. According to this community college, uh, this month is National Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Asian Heritage Month, Indian Heritage Month, Jewish American Heritage Month, Mental Health Month, South Asian Heritage Month, uh, Personal History Awareness Month. What does that even mean? Um, I don't. I don't know. Speech and Hearing Awareness Month, Old Americans Month. What? <laughs> Old Americans Month. Jesus. Oh, today's Cinco de Mayo. Oh, let's no. talk about that. Let's talk about that. This is such a dumb holiday. I don't even know why people celebrate it. I mean, I do know, but it's just like the whole concept about it is just totally wrong. <laughs> right. Um, there's a very big misconception. That's the uh, National Independence Day from Mexico. It's not. Sorry yeah, it's to disappoint not. you. It's not. It's it's far from it. We it's just like, beat the French. <laughs> it, it, the, uh, what you call it? The independence from Mexico was like, I think, September 15th. Pull up. No, it wasn't December. No. Yeah, it was September 15th. Oh, yeah, September 16th. Yeah. 16. 15. Oh, yeah. 16. Yeah. 16, 16, 16. Yeah. Well, May yeah. 5th. May 5th is just it's, uh, the one battle <laughs> that, uh, you know, yeah. the Mexico army beat the, the French. It I mean, it's pretty much like 
May 5th is also the days where like Mexican boxers are known for fighting and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's also like the people just took it a whole lot of context. It's not it's not about like what you might call it. Um it's not about like because I remember Soto was talking about how when you look up Cinco de Mayo, you have like a little chili with a sombrero on top of it. I'm like, that's not what it's celebrating for, and that could that's that kind of like racist or something because that's not the concept of Cinco de Mayo. Right. You're like generalizing a whole group of people. I don't know. I, I don't like it when people uh, generalize our culture or, you know, our heritage. I don't even want to say that because um, even then, Mexico, it's weird. It's like we all aren't the same, especially because of, you know, where we're from. We can be from different states and stuff like that. And that just has a big change in, where, oh, you know, who we are or what type of things that come from our background. You know, most people who live more to the coast and stuff like that, they eat more seafood, obviously, right? No shit. But, uh, you know, other people who live more in the middle areas, uh, more poor areas, like my own family, um, you know, who they ate beans. They, they, they grew their own beans. They picked strawberries out the fields. My uh, great-grandfather was a strawberry picker in uh, Guanajuato, I think. My dad always went with them, so I think they also did corn. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, it all depends where you're from when it even comes to Mexico. It's just like different cultures. My family's, uh, my dad's side is uh, Guanajuato. My parents, my mother's side is uh, Guerrero. It's very different. Like, these people are different from people from uh, Michoacan and all these other places. We all share the uh, same country and a lot of, you know, similar things in culture and stuff, but we're all very different. Yeah, the, the, the battle took place in Puebla. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying, um, Nick, I mean, have you ever tried a jolly? A what? A jolly. That sounds very familiar. It's like a soda, Mexican soda. Search it up. Jolly. How do you spell it? Y O L I. Oh yeah, I've had these before. Yeah. Yeah, like what's my call? Like for us and especially my family, like really noticeable. Like you go to Iguala, they're like a lot of jollies and stuff. But apparently, like in some places, they don't even know what's a jolly. <laughs> I've seen them in restaurants and stuff like that. But for the most part, um, I'm more familiar with drinking, uh, you know, Coke. The, the whole the whole rancho just lives on coke coke and sprite for my like for my rancho it's like pepsi is the cheapest thing really yeah because coke is more expensive so pepsi is like the way to go and the thing is like in mexico they had like a four liters <laughs> yeah they have those big bottles right yeah the, the, the four liter liters one. yeah the four liters yeah here's just, like you get one liter that's it over there's like four liters yeah I, what is it nearby the uh, the rancho? They they have like a what is it called, a factory. The uh, you know the strawberry ice box. Yeah. Yeah, we got the factory right there. It, I remember every time we go to Mexico, we always got like so many of them. I, I wish I still had one with me, and yeah, those were fucking amazing. And that made the whole trip worth it. Oh man, 
I still have some uh, cajeta, and I want to eat it so bad now. There's so much good stuff from Mexico. It is, it is. Not I mean, too bad I can't go back. <laughs> the, you know, um, a lot of uh, racist folks, they always say, go back to your country. Man, I wish. <laughs> I mean, no, but Loki is like, you say this to a Native American, like, like imagine a racist uh, person saying that to a Native American, go back to your own country. <laughs> oh no. I'm like, technically, I'm in my country. <laughs> you can say that for a lot of uh, the folks from Mexico, because especially the ones in Texas. Oh yeah. Yeah, Texas and California. Those were uh, those belong to Mexico, man. Manifest Destiny stole all that shit. Those fucking rich white people. I like how they try to use Mexico as a scapegoat. I don't know, the U.S. loves using, uh, or not the U.S. in general, but, well, actually, yeah, the U.S. A lot of the politicians here, they like to use uh, groups of people as just scapegoats because of how easy it is to, you know, to blame it on people instead of taking responsibility for their own crap. But you know what? That's America. Man. Uh, do you want to wrap it up? Yeah, that should be good. All right, cool. Uh, so that was uh, today's episode of Vibes Club. We hope to see you all again. Take care and uh, yeah. Uh, make sure you guys to stay tuned on like a new updates that we may be having. Check us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And uh, we hope you enjoy.